Fort Worth. Production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday. It's November 12, 2021. Good to be with you. Hope you're doing well. And I uh, can't believe it's the middle of November already. And have you noticed all the different uh, advertisements since the, um, I guess, since Halloween for Christmas? And that Christmas commercials seem to be airing a lot earlier. I mean, it's one thing. I know that years ago they started on some of these secular music stations to play Christmas music. I think even before Halloween, starting in the month of October. But now everything seems to be happening earlier. Anyhow, uh, rushing the season, let's not do that. Let's uh, enjoy each day and uh, enjoy the liturgical calendar. But I do hope the month of November is going well for you. It's a beautiful time of year, moving toward the end of autumn and, of course, into Advent and the Christmas season. And we have uh, some special recorded interviews for you today. I sat down and uh, did a little bit more digging in a couple of stories and a couple of different topics that I wanted to cover more in depth. And so I had the opportunity to sit down with two very, very good friends of mine, one of whom is from right here in southeastern Michigan. And you may be familiar with him. His name is Gary Mashuda, and he is a fantastic apologist and speaker. He has worked with us very closely over the years at Ave Maria Radio, coming to uh, many conferences of ours, and he's a good buddy of Al Cresta's as well. But he does a terrific job. He's got a podcast, and again, he does a lot of work with Catholic Answers, including his latest book, Revolt Against Reality, Fighting the Foes of Sanity and Truth from the Serpent to the State. And so what he, what he does is it's a fascinating book, and the reason I wanted to sit him down and do this pre-recorded interview with him was just to kind of dive in again a little bit more deeply. He looks at what's happening in our culture right now and traces it all the way back obviously, to the to Genesis and the Garden of Eden. And it really, when we think about the craziness, as bad as things are, I always go back to that verse in Ecclesiastes. There's nothing new under the sun. The issues that we're seeing now have been prevalent throughout history. Now, there may be some more perversions of it or twisting of these things, the other reason it seems so overwhelming at times is obviously because it is being pushed upon us by a massive media, right? All these different media conglomerates who have bought into all of these things that the sexual culture has been pushing, it dominates. Whether we're turning on the TV and we see commercials, um, explaining or promoting certain types of relationships, certain types of activity, pushing certain products that relate to certain activities, whether it's in TV programs, whether it's in films, whether it's extreme bias in the news media, overwhelmingly we are being told that we are the captains of our own ship, that God is trying to limit us. He doesn't want us to be happy. He doesn't want us to have fun. He's his big mean odor in the sky. And that we know is the opposite, that it is true. But more and more we're being told this and they're trying to beat us down. So this is why these resources are so very, very important. So Gary Mashuda is going to be with us for two segments this morning. Again, the book, you can find it at the um, EWTM Religious Catalog, also at the Catholic Answers site, is 
Revolt Against Reality. I, I love that title, and he explains where it comes from. But I always say this, especially, for example, in the issue of abortion, if you look at what they're saying and what they claim, it is the exact opposite of reality, the exact opposite. I think it was last week on the first hour of my show, I, I pulled up this report from Operation Rescue where they went around and they asked, they put in requests for information regarding how many times various abortion facilities had been inspected. I encourage you to go to Operation Rescue's website and check this out. It is appalling, absolutely borderline, in some cases I would think it's criminal, if you're talking about medical malpractice, right, of how these facilities are left on their own to do what they want to do. And in the beginning of of, of the report, they talk about um, the Gosnell case out of Philadelphia and how horrific the conditions were at his facility and how many women were were not only hurt, but of course we know there were were wrongful death cases and how that was eventually brought to court. And the media were pressured by pro-lifers and other concerned individuals into covering it. The courtroom was empty until the verdict was about to be rendered. And so what, in terms of reality, aren't abortion providers telling us? Well, they're telling us a completely different story from reality. Everything's fine, we care about women, we're all about their health, when nothing could be further from the truth. And we see this everywhere. Last week also I did an interview with the folks from Natural Womanhood. And this is an organization, a wonderful resource organization for Catholics and others concerned about the impact of not only abortion, but very harmful birth control on women and families and all of us, right? But they're being very smart. Uh, In addition to obviously being Catholic, they are putting the science out there over and over again in the research showing just how damaging this is. And yet, how many times do you hear the media talking about problems with birth control? This is ignored, just like the fallout from abortion is ignored, and just like problems at abortion facilities are ignored. And this is supposedly all about reproductive health. So it's the opposite of reality. Those who are trying to push these ungodly things are revolting against reality. They are walking around in the emperor's new clothes. Everybody's cheering. Oh, yay, don't you look wonderful, Mr. Emperor. It's, it's just, it is revolt against reality. So I sat down with Gary and we dive into this a little bit more deeply. And a big problem, of course, as he explains, is the culture and the media. But I also think that this will give you great comfort because this is not anything that the church is, is unfamiliar with, right? Ecclesiastes. Nothing new under the sun. The church has and always will have the answers to these and other crises in our world and the way the dignity of the human person is being attacked. And this all relates to that, by the way, because we know what happened in the Garden of Eden. We know, you know who was extremely mad, and he especially, especially is upset at women and families because of how they represent God, right? How the image of the family and the Holy Trinity and how we are made in the image and likeness of God. So anyway, I think you'll appreciate the interview. We dive very deeply into the book. It's entitled Revolt Against Reality, Fighting the Foes of Sanity and Truth from the Serpent to the State. It's published by our friends at Catholic Answers. 
And then we're also going to be checking in with Janet Morana, and we are going to be looking at the reality of the child in the womb. We're going to be discussing the beautiful theme for the 2022 March for Life, and that is Equality Begins in the Womb. And so Janet will dive into this, and we'll take a look at uh, what's going to be happening at the March for Life. We'll give you more information about the events and some opportunities to come and be with the women of men, women and men of Silent No More. So I think you'll enjoy that interview as well. So our guest today on this November 12, 2021, Gary Mashuda, author, speaker, and apologist, his brand-new book, Revolt Against Reality, and Janet Morena, my host on the Catholic View for Women. She's also the co-founder of the Silent No More Awareness Campaign and the executive director of Priests for Life. We'll be right back. College football is back this fall. Hailing from sunny southwest Florida, the Ave Maria University Gyrenes will take on their Sun Division opponent for exciting and hard-hitting football. All games can be live-streamed by going to AveMaria.edu and clicking on the live-stream football button. This Saturday, the Gyrenes hosts the Kaiser University Seahawks. Game time at 7 p.m. Tune in for great college football played by an authentic Catholic university. AveMaria.edu when the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Okay, I've been a Catholic for five years, but I suffered under a lot of things due to my Protestantism as a Pentecostal, and I just want to personally ask God to bless you for your ministry, for everything you do, and the help that you give people. EWTN, helping people grow in their love and understanding of God. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. I turned from a recreational drug user to a drug addict. That took me to my knees. I lost a family, almost two families. I lost friends. Now that I'm back in the Catholic Church, I'm a new person. I love it. I love it. My heart's there. I took communion after 18 years, and I, the rest of the Mass I sat and cried. God restored my life. God restored my family. God restored my love. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. This is Cy Kellett. Join me for Catholic Answers Live. It's two hours dedicated to Catholic apologetics and evangelization. Designed for Catholics and non-Catholics alike, it's your opportunity to hear from and talk with some of the leading apologists and theologians in the church today. You've got questions? We've got Catholic Answers. Catholic Answers Live, weekdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. From the archives, this, this is the wisdom of Mother Angelica. 
I want to be like Jesus. That should be in the heart of every Catholic, every Christian. I want to be like Jesus. Well, if you don't know what's not like Jesus in you, how are you going to be like Jesus? I mean, if you're the perfect one, then you got it made, but you don't. But I need light. You need light. You need light to know what's wrong with you. So let's not be afraid of Jesus. Let's not be afraid to know ourselves. If you gossip a lot, if you you've committed some pretty bad sins, if you, you're angry, saucy, always complaining, always griping, then you need to say, I am always griping. I need to change. For more about Mother Angelica, visit EWTNRC.com. have you said to yourself looking out at the world toto we're not in kansas anymore for those of us old enough to remember <laughs> the wizard of oz right reality it, it walking around like the emperor's new clothes i mean it's it's just really uh it's it's just overwhelming sometimes but we know that we have the truth and we know the reality of god and the human person the dignity of the human person and we just have to keep on keeping on keep educating ourselves keep evangelizing however God has called us to do that but to make sure that that we are are well versed in the scriptures and help others do the same especially with the teachings of the church along with the scriptures and that's why I so appreciate the apologetic work of my friend and fellow Metro Detroiter Gary Mashuda we've known each other for a long time he's a wonderful apologist and speaker and his latest book published by our friends at Catholic Answers is Revolt Against Reality Fighting the Foes of Sanity and Truth from the serpent to the stake. Gary, good to talk to you again. To talk to you as well. All right, so what prompted this book? I mean, there's so many reasons, I'm sure, but as, as a speaker and as a Catholic apologist, what led you to pull this book together? <laughs> well, I mean, well, first off, you know, things are crazy, so uh, that was certainly a big motivation. Another one, too, is uh, there were several books that were written they had fantastic insights that that play into the insanity that we're experiencing today but they were on such a scholarly level that practically no one read them mm. so uh so i thought you know what uh it would be great to summarize some of their main results and plug it into uh what's going on today because uh th there was lots of other factors that were involved as well like cultural interaction and and things like that so we are in this day and age, and I know that, you know, as Ecclesiastes says, and you know this as someone who knows the scriptures so well and as an apologist, Ecclesiastes tells us there's nothing new under the sun. So many of the evils we're seeing now have existed, but we're seeing them, I think, at a level, would you agree, that we've never seen before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, Thomas Aquinas says that a small error in the beginning uh, leaves an, a large error at the end, and I think what we're living through right now is the end result of literally a couple of centuries of uh, just a, uh, what I believe is a attack against the incarnation. Mm -hmm. That's very true. All right, so lay out the book for us. And, and, and you're saying that this is for, for everyone, so it's not something in which you need a theology degree in order to right. read, correct? That was my hope, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so lay out the book for us, if you would. Yeah, well, uh, basically, I, I have it structured chronologically. And uh, we go back to the serpent's lie in the beginning, because as I, I, I originally didn't include this, but as I was working through the history and 
And the, the, the problems I noticed, you know, these are just echoes of things the serpent had said in the beginning. So we start in the garden. And uh, we go through salvation history to uh, the most important unifying event in human history, which is the incarnation where God and man are joined, and uh, we're all joined together in Christ. And then from there, I start tracing the revolts of uh, people who uh, try to shrink back and separate themselves from that great unifying moment. And it's just, uh, Teresa, it's amazing because as you walk through these uh, lines of thought, it's like watching a, a car wreck in slow motion. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, one thing leads to another, and then uh, people try to fix what's wrong, and it becomes even more wrong. And then eventually, once you get to even the, like the 1800s, 1900s, um, it, it, it just get, it's, it gets insane. Because it's uh, uh, religion is reduced down to an idea, um, uh, we we become kind of tribalistic, and uh, yeah, so I, that's basically the book in a nutshell. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's so important that you went right back, you know, to the Garden of Eden. I, I just uh, earlier, uh, late late October, I, I went to a retreat, and I've been talking a lot about this on the air because it was just so powerful for me and Deacon Dom. That was led by our mutual friend, Father John Ricardo, his rescue retreat that he's putting on with Acts 29. And he did a whole thing. He started out there, as you are, you know, in the Garden of Eden. What happened, okay? What happened? And why are, Why did we need rescuing? And, and what happens when we are rescued? But it really is, if you think about it again, nothing new under the sun in that sense, because what happened in the Garden of Eden is what's happening today to the nth degree and to insanity, because people thinking they can control everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the serpent, um, if you look at closely at what he says, he's basically saying that God doesn't act in accord with his nature, that uh, it's not he doesn't do good things because he is good. God is simply willing whatever he wants. That's the lie the serpent gave to uh, Adam and Eve. And that same kernel of that lie just keeps on festering where, you know, I go into Islam and how Islam, when they encountered Greek philosophy, uh, some of them came up with this idea that God's not bound, his will's not bound by his nature, so Allah can declare whatever he wants. He can change his mind. And then that comes into Europe and uh, um, we with nominalism, where um, God could have uh, crucified a donkey and declared that it was uh, enough to uh, redeem the world, and that comes through Luther, and then nominalism tends to break down things into individual uh, animization, and that happens in education, it happens in culture, and it happens in media. In fact. Teresa, I was thinking of actually calling you and asking you if you wanted to help me uh, write a chapter in this book because, I mean, media today is a classic example of uh, this revolt against reality. Right, it just right. doesn't correspond how things are. Well, and they, just just from the basic fact that they don't report reality, they, they, they invent and, and yeah. they try to rewrite history and, and they act as things don't happen and they don't report on many of the, of the issues that you bring up in the book. They don't report about the fallout of 
uh, you know, sex with anyone, anytime, anywhere. Uh, the problems with those who are, uh, God forbid, um, thinking that they have to, quote-unquote, try, even though we know they can't change their sex, but going through these, quote-unquote, transitioning surgeries, as they so call it, and pumping themselves up with all these chemicals. They don't allow for people who have realized that that isn't the answer and who now are trying to, to change themselves back to the original DNA, even though that never changed. You know what I'm saying? But saying they were yeah, right. you know, physically looking like a man when they were actually a woman or vice versa, and then having the, um, what do they call it, when they go back and, and change the surgery? I forget, but they're, you know, they're, they're denied an audience. They're denied a voice, just like the women and the men who are post-abortive. So over and over again, we see the media not telling, either not telling the full story or not telling the story at all. And it is a, it is a revolt against reality. Yeah, yeah, it's it's reality is whatever we report it to be. Right. You know? And it ends up that we we we're in this uh all of us are in these little bubble media uh universes where we're just going to bias confirming sites and confirmation uh, bias that's a big issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh and that's uh, and that closes us off from each other and ultimately you know, if you think about it, it's it's a revolt against the incarnation because we're mm-hmm. no longer members of the body of Christ, but you know we're we're in our own little separate world and we become tribalistic. Where uh, you know one tribe is against the other tribe, and it's not based on reason. It's not based on how things truly are. It's based on emotion and assumption. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're talking with apologist Gary Mashuda. His latest book is Revolt Against Reality. It's published by our friends at Catholic Answers. Of course, Gary is a well-known apologist and teacher from Michigan. Yay, from right here in the Archdiocese of Detroit. We're blessed to call him our own. And he's been uh, on the uh, the pro-life and the speaker scene for years, uh, giving us beautiful, beautiful explanations of the faith with apologetics and uh, working closely with Ave Maria Radio and, of course, as I mentioned, Catholic Answers. Catholic Answers program, by the way, as you know, broadcast live every day right here on EWTN at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The book again, Revolt Against Reality. This uh, The title is so good. Who came up with the title? Did you come up with that? Uh, I wish I could say so, but uh, ultimately uh, it was uh, Sir Arnold Lund, uh, who was a convert in the early 1900s, had a book, uh, Flight from Reason, and then he updated it as Revolt Against Reason. That was back in the 1950s, and I thought, you know what? There needs to be a new one, Revolt Against Reality, because uh, it's gone even worse since then. Here's something that I pray about all the time, because because I know when I finally faced my own uh, my life, which was just a mess and a shambles, and I had to face the reality of what I had done when I had pulled away from God and what it did to my marriage, and thanks be to God, you know, we, we worked all through that. But at some point, don't most people say, because, you know, who was it? I think it was Einstein said doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity. Mm-hmm. And yet we keep doing the same thing over and over again, thinking that, okay, well, yeah, we can have do whatever we want with our bodies and whatever we want with other people with our bodies, and we can deny the existence of God. We can do all these things and think that we're going to have a different result. At what point do you face up to that pain in your own life and realize that you might be wrong? I, I think that's a big problem in terms of not facing the reality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, I think with individuals, there's often a point that uh, you reach where um, you just realize things cannot continue this way right. and you need to turn around and come back. As a society, though, uh, one theory that I have in my book is that there's this Catholic momentum, a cultural momentum that was carrying us through all these uh, 
you know, revolts, uh, many revolts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the disposable marriage, uh, abortion, things like that. And the world didn't fall apart because uh, that Catholic, Catholic viewpoint, that Catholic cultural momentum just carried us, continued us on despite the things we've done. And I think we're reaching a point in history where that momentum's beginning to wane. And uh, so we don't have this... Uh, Common culture, common morality, common worldview, right? And without it, it you know these these uh, ad hoc fixes and ways to stitch things together are just going to fall apart. Right, and that's a good point. I think Archbishop Vigneron, our Archbishop, talks about this in, in his opening segment of Unleash the Gospel. That for a long time, uh, we could be in maintenance mode because the world was in agreement, right? With with yeah. basically everything from you know from basic Christianity in terms of Christian teaching and the understanding of the human person, and also marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, there's several things I trace through the book. One's human integrity and value, marriage and family, the church, community. And it's amazing, uh, especially with marriage, you know, going, again, back to the garden, you know, uh, with the, there was a kind of infidelity where Eve had to either trust Adam to follow God's law or trust the serpent. And so there, from the very beginning, there's that infidelity and uh, in the book, I trace it through, um, you know, how uh, we Christ elevates it to a sacrament, and then ultimately uh, it begins to be chipped away, and then ultimately uh, no fault divorce, and then today redefining supposedly what marriage is. It, yeah, it, it just it all unravels if you don't have that common worldview. And the uh, the final chapter in the book I want to talk about when we come back, Gary, is Reality Strikes Back. And this is, I think, so important because our friend Father Frank Pavone says you can't keep the truth down. It's going to come to the surface. And, and I think we're seeing a lot of that now, even if some people don't want to admit it. Great new book by our friend Gary Mashuda, Revolt Against Reality, Fighting the Foes of Sanity and Truth from the Serpent to the State, published by our friends at Catholic Answers. We'll have a link to it on the uh, Catholic Connection archive at AveMariaRadio.net. More with apologists and speaker Gary Mishuda when we come back on Catholic Connections. Stay tuned. Bishop Dunn Catholic School is accepting applications for the 2022-2023 school year. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to join them for the school's fall festival and open house on Sunday, November the 14th from 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Learn more about the school, its history, and meet with teachers, staff, and students. The open house and festival includes games, snacks, and fun. For more information about the event, please visit the school's website at bdcs.org. That's bdcs.org. Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own Mastertech Auto Repair in Plano. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Mastertech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. 
This is Shelly Stanza with Birth Choice. I want to let you know that we're having the ultimate family Christmas kickoff, which is a delectable brunch and family sing-along Christmas concert performed by the Dallas Symphony with fantastic singers at the Meyerson Symphony Hall. It's the first Sunday in December, December the 5th. Brunch begins at 1.30. The concert begins at 3. You can go online to get your tickets at support.birthchoicedallas.org or you can email director at birthchoicedallas.org. And the messages will be forwarded to me. Looking forward to seeing you there. Merry Christmas. Hello, my name is Esther Fernandez, a new sponsor at KATH 19AM and a realtor with JPN Associates. I'm a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville and a longtime supporter and volunteer with the Guadalupe Radio Network. Are you ready to buy and sell your home? If so, you can reach me at 214-845-1753. That's 214-845-1753. Or by email at estherzfernandez at gmail.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-Z Fernandez at gmail.com. so much for tuning into the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. This program, Catholic Connection, as you hear every day, is co-sponsored by, co-produced, I should say, by both EWTN and Ave Maria Radio. Check us out online, EWTN.com and AveMariaRadio.net. And you know the wonderful program, Catholic Answers, also airs every day. And they have an entire ministry dedicated to apologetics, and they publish books as well. And they've published this recent book from my friend Gary Mashuda, who is from right here in southeastern Michigan, from the Archdiocese of Detroit. His latest book, Powerhouse, I mean, lots of information here, Gary, really important, Revolt Against Reality, Fighting the Foes of Sanity and Truth from the Serpent to the State. And, you know, for me, as, as a reporter, you know my background, when I started to investigate the fallout when I came back to the church of abortion, artificial birth control, and, and just from even taking, let's say, taking the quote-unquote Catholic teaching component out of it, if you just look at the natural law and how it hurts people just physically and psychologically, the reality, as you say in the last chapter, is going to strike back if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. So you close the book with the fact that truth is truth, and truth does not change, as John Paul II says. So talk to us, because I know sometimes when we see all these things, you have a lot of information in here, but we don't want to have it force us to kind of pull the covers over our head and say, I just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. It should do just the opposite, correct? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. when I finished this uh, manuscript a couple of years ago, I ended with the chapter before, and it was so bleak. I thought, I can't end a book like this. So right. I, I started looking uh, around at where reality is still peaking its, you know, the rays through the clouds. And uh, yeah, and you're absolutely right, because God is the foundation of all reality. It reflects his goodness. And so we win in the end. You, you can't, there's no alternative to reality. <laughs> it's just uh, insanity. So what I did was I, I looked at uh, some some ways in which uh, a lot of the destruction that happened in the last hundred years or so is coming back and there's uh for example as you know with the coming home network there's this stream of intellectual conversions right uh amazing amazing conversions all of them uh hi- highly intellectual sound holy people uh there's comeback in catholic education you know the the revolt of the 1960s where we lost so many catholic universities um, it, um, now there are smaller universities that are completely faithful to the church, and they've been uh, going gangbusters, uh, having great students that are reviving the church on the parish level. I mean, I could go on and on. Philosophy, uh, back when I was going to college, if you took a philosophy course, chances are it was probably by a Marxist atheist was the instructor. 
uh, now there's a revival of theistic uh, teachers in uh, philosophy departments, even in secular universities. Mm-hmm. Um, I could, the list goes on and on. I think, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm so glad you did this, because oftentimes uh, people get stuck in the negativity, Gary. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely, and it's so easy to do. Um, so you have to, I, I don't know, I, I have to uh, curate what kind of information I look at, because uh, if you stick to all, all this, um, the bad news and looking at what's wrong, you're going to miss all the things that are going right and the things that need support. And uh, and there are lots of things that are, I, I think we're starting to see new life. And mm-hmm. so um, it, we're going to be a beacon in darkness. You know, it's it, it was tough maybe back when, you know, when I was younger because uh, Catholicism, there was all these bright lights and things just seemed to be gro- going great where you could just leave the faith and things will still go fine with your life. But now things are to the point where, you know, the church is really a beacon of hope. Because for those who left, they're going to realize, like the prodigal son, mm-hmm. that you know they they left. Uh, all that is good, and ultimately they'll come back. We just need to be faithful, be happy, and know that ultimately that we're on the winning side. Right, and I think also, and by the way, if you're just joining us for this great conversation, Gary Mashuda is our guest. He's a well-known Catholic author, speaker, and apologist. The book Revolt Against Reality is published by our friends at Catholic Answers. I think what's happening is that you know Father John always talks about the devil always strikes first. It's getting so bad, it's getting so ridiculous. And I've been, I've taken just really great encouragement. And I know in in, in the last chapter you, you mentioned all these wonderful things that are happening within the church. But I think this, the truth is coming to the surface in so many other ways. If you look at the parents that are standing up against critical race theory if you look at the parents that are yeah. showing up at these meetings and how political people you know some people in, at the state level some at the federal level are trying to silence these parents and claiming they have no right to speak up and what is so interesting Gary is you have so many parents from all walks of life who are coming and saying no this is not this is not right and so what's happening is a truth of being able to have right this freedom this first the first amendment freedoms but the god-given right the freedom of choice, the free will, they feel violated. This is the truth of the Catholic Church coming out in a way that, quote-unquote, is not even Catholic, but it really is. So I'm encouraged by what I see also in those areas. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, like I said, I wrote this manuscript a couple of years ago, but um, it had very good predictive qualities that some of the things that I end the book with today are even more advanced than they were before. I mean, uh, not just here in uh, like uh, the woke uh, culture and uh, race critical race theory, but even with Islam, you know, when I first wrote the book, there were inklings that uh, Saudi Arabia would be more open to Christianity, and now, um, you know, th- there's all sorts of things that are happening in Saudi Arabia with uh, in Islam that are again is being much more open to Christianity. Um, than it was before. Um, yeah, and the, and the nice thing too, Teresa, it isn't that they're going to school wanting the immaculate conception to be taught in the classroom. Mm-hmm. They're there to just witness to the fact that there are men and women who are you know, made in the image and likeness of God, and you can't be put into these categories and dismissed as you know because of the color of your skin that you're auto- automatically somehow racist or. You know, um, benefit. Yeah, it's another racism. form of racism, is what it is, and and people exactly. are, are realizing that. And and I and I think this whole idea. You know, 
I love to talk about the church sometimes without quote-unquote talking about the church because it's reality and this is what yes. you're saying everything mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about we sit there we say well maybe we have to quote this this teacher or this saint or maybe Aquinas or this person or Augustine or whatever that's great that's fine but if you just look at the examples from the world and I always try and I do this a lot with my media stuff as you know or, or, or you look at for example the life issues mm-hmm. let's just look at the facts let's look at the number of women and men who are now speaking out let's look at the problems associated with abortion let's look at the problems associated with hormonal birth control this speaks of of the dignity of the human person it goes against the natural law and who is that that's the incarnation Jesus gave us all of this because you know he created us right and so you can talk about these things from a factual perspective without ever mentioning the word God or Jesus when you actually are in fact talking about God and Jesus (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah. right exactly because uh yeah that's that's why i start in the beginning with creation is because the world reflects god you know Amen. this is how god made us and and ultimately uh by defending reality we're defending god because yep. uh god is the author of reality you and i are old enough to remember that commercial remember i think it was out about parquet you can't fool mother nature and she snaps <laughs> her right. fingers and there's a big storm i always think of that when i see this stuff but anyway gary great discussion congrats on the book thanks for always teaching us the truth and love gary Mashuda, wonderful apologist what's your website if people want to hire you to speak uh, it's handsonapologetics.com. There you go, handsonapologetics.com. I highly recommend Gary as a speaker. Awesome book, Revolt Against Reality. And remember, God wins in the end. We've read the Bible, we know how it ends. In the meanwhile, we have a lot of work to do, and Gary can help you do that. Revolt Against Reality from our friend at Catholic Answers. We'll be right back. The days are getting shorter, the weather is getting colder, and this can only mean one thing. Time to turn off the sprinklers and check the antifreeze in my car? Well, that's two things, but what I was referring to is the fact that the 2021 Guadalupe Radio Network, the Gifts of God Christmas Sherathon, is right around the corner. Oh. Please make plans to tune in and call in Tuesday, November 30th through Friday, December 3rd to pledge a donation to keep your Catholic radio station on the air. The number to remember is 1-800-476-3311. Thank you in advance for your support, and don't forget about those sprinklers. The University of Dallas presents What can I do that is the definite service that God wants me to give to the world? Think of the the challenges that we have coming from our culture. We really need the virtue of courage. Are you ready to put yourself into the hazard? Are you ready to say yes to the call? Are you ready to be a witness to love? The Quest, airing November 15th at 3.30 p.m. Central on EWTN. Visit quest.udallas.edu. St. Michael the Archangel Parish in McKinney will host a homeschool semi-formal winter dance on December 4th. The dance is from 7 to 11 p.m. Cost of admission is $30 per student with the deadline for registration and payment on November 20th. For detailed information on the dress code and general code of conduct, check out the parish website at stmichaelmckinney.org. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Martha Eberlein. My husband Kyle and I are parishioners at Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. As a mother, I know that it is important to have a professional caring dental team. At Mid-Cities Dental, we provide dentistry with compassion in a warm and friendly environment. We are located in Hearst, 15 minutes from the DFW Airport. We can be reached at midcitiesdental.com or 817-282-9321. That's 817-282-9321. Thank you. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. Always great to catch up with my sister, Janet Moran, my co-host on the Catholic View for Women. She also is a host of Defending Life right here on EWTN Television and the executive director of Priester Life and the co-founder of the Silent No More Awareness Campaign. So, JM, we wanted to get your take. Beautiful theme for March for Life 2022, and you can find out all the information at marchforlife.org. And it is all about equality. And I think it's really important. The right to life is a human uh, is a human right. Our defense of that right is a joyful witness to the beauty and dignity of every person. And their theme is that equality begins in the womb. Let's talk right. about what that means to you and why this is so important. Well, you know, first of all, you know, equality should begin in the womb because that's when life begins. And we're standing up for all life, like we always say, from conception to natural death. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant thing to say equality <clears throat> for the unborn, equality in the womb, because the other side, Teresa, has what's going on right now is this Equality Act. And I don't know if your listeners are familiar with the Equality Act, but it already passed the House in February of 2021. It's over on the Senate, still in hearings. But this is a horrible bill uh, because if you read their you know, if you go to the government websites and get a couple of sentences, they make it sound sugar-coated. The bill uh, prohibits discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, and areas including public accommodations, facilities, education, federal funding, employment, housing, credit, and the jury system. Specifically, the bill defines and includes sex, sexual orientation, and gender identity among the prohibited categories of discrimination or segregation. The bill goes on and on and on. But what is in the bill also, besides that stuff, is that it will wipe out, effectively, a lot of the abortion-restricted laws in our nation that mm. states have passed. So the fact that the March for Life decided to stick to that equality word that the other side is using to make it sugarcoat things and, and shove this stuff down our throats, we're saying, no, equality begins in the womb, and we saw it with our unborn brothers and sisters, because... Uh, if we can't protect them, then no one else, uh, equality for anything else doesn't make sense if you can't give equality to the unborn child. Yeah. Know? We're talking with so. Janet Marana, of course, from EWTN, Priest for Life and Silent No More, about the new theme for the March for Life 2022, Equality Begins in the Womb. And there's so many stories that have come out that I find really, really interesting. Did you hear the story that came out recently from Washington State? I believe it's a city of Portland that is allowing bereavement time for women who have uh, miscarried or had some issue with a pregnancy, including if they had an abortion. Now, to me, I found that very interesting in a number of ways. Now, it could be, as Dr. Monica Miller said in a previous interview with, with Al Cresta, which I thought was a good point, that they're trying to play to the sympathies and see, oh, we're so caring and we care about women, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, there's something here where they're recognizing the fact that there is a loss there's a loss of something or someone. 
and that, of course, would be the child in the womb. So I, I think there's always this dichotomy going on where uh, the, the, the abortion movement is denying the existence of the baby, but when it works for them, they do. So this really, I think, is a great talking point to talk about equality with other people when it comes to the issue of abortion. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as we know, Teresa, from the Women of the Silent and More Awareness campaign that have grieved uh, the fact that they destroyed the life of their child, to this day, they can tell you the day the child would have been born and the day of their abortion. They all know it. And one example is, you know, Mary Kaminsky, of course, who co-hosted Catholic View with us this season. Well, work, you know, she'll be with the women this January in Washington, D.C., and for her, it's the 50th anniversary of her abortion. Her wow. baby would have been 50 in 2022 because she had her abortion. She lived in New Jersey. Planned Parenthood sent her across state lines to New York because abortion in 72 was illegal in Jersey but legal in New York up to 24 weeks. And she had her abortion in Dr. Nathanson's clinic. Wow. And she was a teen when that happened, right? Yeah, she was a, a, in high school, a teenager. And so when you think about what Planned Parenthood did, it was illegal because, number one, she was a minor, and number two, they sent her across state lines to have an abortion, right? Wow. Amazing. So she said to me, Janet, I am going to be there and give my testimony because it's very symbolic for me because it's the 50th anniversary of my abortion. My baby would have been 50s next year. So what we're going to do with Silent No More, a little bit different this year, well, something's saying something's different. We're going to march. We're going to be at the Supreme Court on Friday the 21st giving testimonies. But then on Saturday, which is the 22nd, the actual anniversary, we're going to be back up there between 9 and 11 with some of the women, men, men and women of Silent No More and some pro-life leaders just to give witness because if we're not there, you know the pro boards will be there. So right. we're going to be there. And Mary said to me, I am giving my testimony on that day. I have to do it on that day. It's very symbolic for me this wow. year. So, you know, so the fact that Washington State is saying these women grieve their child who was aborted, well, yeah, it is a big deal. You're killing a baby. You know, you're destroying the life of your child. You're going against what's nature for women to be nurturing, to give life. Um, So, you know, but like you said, Teresa, they can't have it both ways. It doesn't cut both ways, you know. I mean, it's a baby to grieve. Well, then it's a baby you're killing. And you might as well just say it, okay, say it. You're destroying. When they come into the abortion clinic, why don't they just get honest with these girls and say, you realize now that you're destroying the life of of your unborn child. You realize that, that this is a unique person. In fact, you know, in South Dakota, they passed the law that the abortion clinics have to tell them that. They have to tell them that you're about to destroy the life of a very unique individual. I don't remember the exact wording, but something like that. So, um which that's a fabulous law, but I think using this equality word specifically in January is, is brilliant because, of, like I said, the others are trying to pass this Equality Act, which would be horrible, <laughs> you know, for us as, as a pro-life movement. So we're trying to reclaim the word equality for the unborn and show them what it's really about. We're talking with Janet Morana, the co-founder of the Silent No More Awareness Campaign, host of Defending Life on EWTN, my co-host on the Catholic View for Women, and she's also the executive director of Priest for Life, about the powerful theme for the March for Life 2022, Equality Begins in the Womb. And they did a beautiful video. I, I really would encourage people to go to the March for Life website to see the video because they show the baby 
in utero and the development. And it's a short video, but it's very, very powerful. Those images are so important, JM, especially uh, in utero. Oh, yeah. And, you know, at Priest for Life, we have the latest images. Um, we call them the NASA baby images because it's done a technology that NASA uses to photograph from space. And it, you can just go to myheartbeatsjustlikeyours.com, uh, special pages we have set up, and you will see this unborn child at 7, 8, 9, and 10 weeks. And we also tell you, and the baby's talking to you, which says, I can do this and I can do that now. Like, you know, it, it's amazing. So uh, this focusing on the very early stages of the unborn child also is very important because, as you know, that's where the abortion uh, industry is on the attack with the baby with all the chemical abortions, you know, because they can't mm-hmm. get enough doctors uh, currently uh, to do the surgical abortion, so they're going the chemical route uh, totally. So, again, focusing on this baby in the very early stages. And, of course, you know, we have a lot to celebrate, too. Uh, we have the heartbeat bill in Texas. And, of course, we have the Dobbs case being heard December 1st on the Mississippi law. So uh, in spite of having such a pro-abortion White House and, and uh, Congress, um, we are making progress on other fronts. And, um, and speaking of this kind of progress, uh, Priests for Life, we're having an interdenominational prayer service that, of course, everyone who's coming to D.C. are invited to come. It's at D.A.R. Constitution Hall at 8.30 to 10.30. You'll get out in plenty of time you know, to get to the rally. And what we're doing at that prayer service, it's going to be like praise and worship kind of music and and some others leading prayers, but we're also giving awards out to some key people in the state of Mississippi and Texas uh, for those uh, laws that got passed, and uh, also to Janet Porter, who, as you know, was one of the original people that came up with this whole idea over a decade ago of the Mm -hmm. heartbeat bill. So it should be a great celebration to kick off uh, on January 21st. People can just go to priestforlife.org slash marchforlife and they'll see a list of all the activities uh, that we're going to be doing in those days. Before I let you go, I know that, that you and, and the team at, at Priest of Life in South Namora are so aware of this, but I uh, recently did an interview with one of our friends at the Susan B. Anthony List talking about some of the measures that are being pushed now in the courts and the Biden administration trying to eliminate or remove most of the requirements in order to receive um, the abortion you know, pills. This is so scary to me where they're trying to eliminate even any type of appointment and just basically make it very easy for these women to take these quote-unquote pills at home without even knowing, without even assessing their medical situation. Oh, it's terrible, uh, Teresa. And, of course, we get the fallout, uh, you know, at Rachel's Vineyard from this. Uh, because they're coming sooner and sooner for healing after having the RU486 or chemical abortion or medical abortion, whichever term uh, you want to use. Um, They're more traumatized. Why? Because, well, first of all, the abortion clinic has them, they take the first pill, you know, at the clinic, and then the second dose they take at home about two days later. And they really, you know what they tell them, Teresa? They said, oh, it's, it's not, not, oh, don't worry. It won't be, it's just like a, a bad period, a heavy period, and you'll be fine. Oh a heavy period? No. You've got to listen to the testimonies. You just go to our website, abortiontestimony.com, and click off RU46, and you'll start to read those chemical abortion testimonies. They talk about excruciating pain and the fact that they expelled their baby sometimes in the shower or the toilet, and they see it. They see the baby. It's tiny, they say, and it has fingers and toes. And Yes, look at the baby images, like I just said. Yeah, your unborn child's heart was beating when you took that pill. 
you have killed that baby. It's not a clump of cells. It's a baby, and it's developed. So um, they're becoming a lot more traumatized because the, the prior, you know, with surgical abortion, they can play the blame game mentally. They can hate the abortionists, okay? But now there's no abortionists, Teresa. They're the abortionists. Because you know, it's they, so interesting you should say that, J.M., because I was just at, a, I was at an event um, with uh, Father John McCardle had a, had a great um, retreat in the Archdiocese of Detroit that Deacon Dom and I were involved with, and at our table was a woman who worked at, at a pregnancy resource center, and she was talking about exactly that, that the guilt is even worse, and, and yes. the, the mental impact on doing this quote-unquote at home on your own she said we are going to and she said she's already seeing it like a tsunami of women who are using these these pills and -hmm. dealing with so much more psychological trauma yes because they're the abortionists they with their own hands they took the first pill in the clinic they take the second one uh at the uh, uh at home and then their bathroom becomes the abortion clinic so there's no getting around it. You only listen to women who had surgical abortions. They'll tell you, Teresa, I can no longer go, go past that clinic. I can't drive down that street. I can't right. go in that direction. Well, now they're at home. Their home is the clinic, and they're the abortionists. So the guilt is tremendous, and it, and it comes much quicker, much sooner. And we're finding at Rachel's Vineyard uh, they're coming quicker and quicker for healing because they're so traumatized and wounded. It's, it's wow. terrible. And the fact that they push to even want to let these pills be given out in the mail, like oh, you know, like a subscription. Oh, here, come, come, you know, fill out this form online and get your abortion pill mailed to you. It, it's criminal. It's criminal. And not knowing any medical history. What if this person is a diabetic? What if they have other underlying? What if they issues? have an atopic pregnancy? Oh yeah, and that's another complication. If it's an atopic pregnancy, it makes it even worse. It yeah. is horrendous. It's terrible. So, um, but again, I'm just excited about this March for Life, you know, because when you think about it, it's been two years since everyone was able to right. march. Last year, I marched with Father Pavone, just the leader, Pro-Life Leaders March, symbolically, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I hope we see a whole bunch of people down there and just Me go to priestforlife.org uh, slash March for Life and see, see where all the activities will be. Janet Marana joining us, talking about the theme for the March for Life 2022. EWTM will be there. Hope you can join us. The theme is Equality Begins in the Womb. Check it out. We'll be right back on Catholic Connections. Stay tuned. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Ray. My latest book 
Jesus, the master psychologist, listen to him, talks about how Jesus was 2,000 years ahead of modern enlightened psychology. If he's God, he knows the absolute best way to live, whether psychology agrees or whether it doesn't. Go to AveMariaRadio.net to get your copy. Jesus will tell you the best way to live. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. If you have any questions about a program you heard today or maybe yesterday, or if you have a question about something we do here at Catholic Radio, just give us a little note at EWTN.com or AveMariaRadio.net. You can also find out some background information about the various programs. You can get updates on our radio and TV schedules. It's all there for you online. And remember, we are here to keep you connected to your Catholic faith. And as my dear, dear friend, and Catholic Radio colleague, Al Cresta always says, to help you remember to look at everything in our lives through the lenses of Scripture and the teachings of the Church. And remember what I always say, something I heard years ago, that our Catholic faith has to be everything to us. It has to come first. I'll never forget that. I heard a priest give a homily, and this was during one of the most contentious elections recently, and he said our Catholic faith shouldn't be a factor when we go into the voting booth, it should be the factor. Because, again, we have to look at everything through the lenses of Scripture and the teachings of our one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. In your car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Holy Spirit Catholic Parish in Duncanville is hosting its Christmas market and family fundraiser. They invite all KATH 910 AM listeners to join them on Saturday, December the 4th from 8.30 AM until 3.30 PM. The multicultural event is open to the public and includes food trucks, bingo, games, a silent auction, crafts, and music. The market will be held in the east parking lot of the parish grounds and all safety precautions will be observed. For more information about the event, visit HolySpiritCatholic.com forward slash Christmas market. Did you know that any Catholic man can join the Knights of Columbus who is 18 years or older? By joining the largest Catholic organization in the world, you can become a better husband, a better father, a better friend, and an overall better Catholic. All you have to do to join is go to knights.net and click join. 
That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot net. This starts your journey as a knight and will give you complete access to all of the fraternal benefits of the Knights of Columbus. Blessed be God. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. Blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 